You're listening to the One Man Show Network. What's going on? This is the Aaron Says What podcast. I'm here with Jonathan Palmer and Tony Seacrest. We have been a long time since we've uh, been on a Skype, but we've uh, kept the DM group message strong, right, guys? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. And occasionally on timeline. What's that? And occasionally on the timeline. Occasionally, occasionally. Well, I don't know what the hell you guys were doing. I was trying to get this shit all set up and the next thing i know i'm on a twitter wearing a fucking wig and makeup so thanks for that whatever that is so <laughs> it was requested <laughs> it was requested by who time traveling man oh yeah, time yeah. Traveling man really wanted to see you as a blonde yeah man that guy's funny but he's a, he's a little he's a little odd for sure but uh what we're gonna yeah. do is we're testing out my new skype setup and we're gonna pick some ufc fights and after that we're gonna talk about whatever the hell you guys want because i know there's been a there's been a whole lot going on lately, so you guys, you know, feel free to dish on what you want to dish about, and I'll chime in. But uh, let's we'll say we pick some UFC 198 fights. All right. <laughs> All right. So first so up, we, got we have Little Nog Antonio Ruggiero Nogueira against Patrick Cummins. And please, if I mispronounce something, I, you know, I know how you guys don't like to uh, tell me I say something wrong. But feel free. Go ahead. Chime in. It's cool. But I, and here's I the other deal. I'm not going anyone. first because you guys are just going to pick the opposite. Is well, it, I totally went random on this yeah. card, so okay. my answers yeah, that I give you now may not be the same as what I've actually picked. Well, I kind of thought that too. I, I you know, I, I'm always in a different state of mind when I make these picks, but uh, yeah, I, I, I may have some different ones as well. So I'm gonna have to go back and listen before tomorrow's card. But all right, so uh, little nog against Patrick Cummins. Who you guys got? You got I think I'm liking Cummins. What about you, Tom? Yeah, I've got Cummins. By, I've got Cummins by decision because uh, Lil Nog is not too far behind Big Nog. I mean, he's 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 39 years old and he looks like he's 75 years old. <laughs> well, he really, should, yeah. Well, you know, he's had a rough life when he's known as the better looking twin. So, uh. yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> he, he is a plus 200. He's Vegas odds. He's a plus two hundred to win. I mean, to lose actually plus two hundred. Uh, Cummings is a minus two fifty to um, win. It's a moderate uh, call, but I mean, still, um, Nogueira's coming off of two losses. Yeah, and Cummings just won. Well, uh, well, no, Cummings actually just lost to Glover. Glover handled him, but yeah, I, I yeah, he's coming off of one loss. Oh, 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 guy, got sorry, sorry. But, you know, I like Cummins in this fight. I, I think Nagira's looking old and slow. I, I think Cummins is a slow, or not a slow, I think he's a smaller light heavyweight, but I think he's going to, you know, Nogueira does not do well with wrestlers, except for Rashad, well, who played patty cake with him for three rounds. But uh, I like Cummings by decisions also. But who do we well, got? Rashad has trouble when, he, when he's with legends. What's that? When Rashad is in, in the cage with legends, he has trouble because he he, he gets kind of starstruck with him, and he doesn't really know what to do. Like with Liddell, he got that he got that punch off on him. Yeah, he he was so surprised when he did it. Man, I agree. He he. The rumor is now he's going down to one eighty five. Rashad is so I, I I hope he does well. I I wish him well, but you know what's he what else he got to prove, man? He's got a he's got a career in broadcasting if he wants. 
he's a very charismatic guy. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, he should stay behind the desk. <laughs> yeah. I, or I agree. Go to Bellator. Bellator? Well, he'd be a champ yeah. there for sure. Probably he can go to Bellator and just maybe. fight anybody. <laughs> maybe even Legacy. <laughs> All right. So uh, we got John Lineker against Rob Font, who I think is bold, by the way. Who do you guys got? Ooh, let's see who I got. Um. I do know that Font had a nice finish that last fight. I mean, he knocked the guy out for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got I've got Font um, KO in the second round. Ooh, that's very specific. Winning, winning by KO. Yeah, that is very specific. What? Well, he, he's not a fast starter, but he's not necessarily a, a three round fighter. He likes to get it done. Well, you got Lineker, who is a fast starter. I mean, he'll come out with the windmill hands if he has to. But, you know, he's he's that weird size. He's in between 125 and 135. But, man, I, I want to pick Font. I, I know, what, do, what do you got, JP? I got Font. Do you really? Am I the only one picking Lineker here? Ooh. Well, here's here's the thing I have for Font. Font is 5'8", 71 inch and a half reach advantage over um, Lineker, which is five foot three, and he's got a 67 inch reach. And uh, I don't care if he's the 160 minus 160 favorite. Font's the plus 130 underdog. I don't think I think those numbers are wrong. Yeah. All right. Man. I think most yeah. UFC odds are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Well, I'm gonna pick Lineker just because he's got the crazy hands and he hasn't uh, he hasn't lost in a long time. He he can't make weight at 125, but this is his second fight at 135, and I remember that last one was a slugfest. But is is uh, much as I can sound convincing on a podcast, I'm fucking wrong a lot. So we'll see what happens. But I am going to pick Lineker. Now next he's a beast. He is. He he beat Uncle Creepy up pretty bad. He did, but he, I, you know, I'm so torn about that. He he beat Uncle Creepy. He beat him up pretty good, but he missed weight by I don't know how many pounds. You know. Yeah. True. So I mean, there and then there's Uncle Creepy, who you know, Lineker was, he beat him, and then Uncle Creepy's not the number one contender anymore. So, it is what it is, I yeah. guess. Well, you know, Uncle Creepy, I I found out that he did have a, I believe he had a shoulder injury, that he was almost uh, retiring with, and then he started training some people and working out in the gym. Yeah. Um, if I'm wrong about this, anybody can correct me. And then the shoulder just got better over time, so he decided to stay in it. Yeah. He just. Just loves the I think now he's hurt again, but he doesn't need to fight. From what I understand, same deal. Correct me if I'm wrong also, but, uh, you know, he's got some numbness. He's got some issues, and he's training guys. And I I, I like him. He's a, he's a, I love characters, man, and he's a, definitely a character in the sport of MMA. Mm-hmm. All right. Who we got next? We got – okay, here, here we got it. Francisco Trinaldo against Yancey Medeiros. I'm picking Yancey just because I like his name. <laughs> I like Yancey in his pants. What's that? Oh, Yancey in his pantsy. You know what? What the fuck? I'm going to pick Yancey in his pantsy also. Same deal. I don't know these I've guys got, very uh, well. Trinaldo. Do you really? I've got Trinaldo. Yeah, Trinaldo. Because I picked first. Second round. No, no, I have I have my picks right here. I'm I'm looking at them as we speak. Oh, you did take the notes, didn't you? Um, of course. 
Good for you, man. Yeah, I did take the note. I appreciate and, that, um, man. I appreciate the effort. I'm probably changing these and, on the fly because I'm wrong all the time anyway. But Well, and you guys know me. I mean, all of my picks are subject to change upon the walkout. <laughs> so I do. I'll, I'll, change it. I'll change it as the as he's getting uh, getting checked out for his cup and his mouthpiece. I'll be like, oh, okay, let's change this up. <laughs> Check the cup. And then. Yeah, and then I'll, d- I'll DM you guys and say, yeah, I just missed a perfect. Sorry about that. And you guys just think it's hilarious that I do that sometimes. Hey, I, I, okay. did, uh, I did have five perfects on that last card, but I missed one. I missed an entire card. I can't believe I did that, man. So I'm still way behind all you guys. Wow. Fuck that shit. Why missed like six last year? What's that? I missed you, like six cards last year. Yeah, and you still beat me. That's, that's, so, that's so messed up. But uh, That's horrible. All right, man. All right. True. We got Diego Santos against Nate Marquardt. Uh, <laughs> this was a yeah. tough one for me. Yeah. It wasn't me. What's that? It wasn't for me. That's not a hard one to pick right there. No, not for me either. Right. Uh, who, you got, who do you guys it, got? It is for me. I, I like Marquardt, but I don't think he's going to win. I don't either. Well, everybody you? likes Marquardt. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's been popped for steroids twice, though. I mean, jeez, man. Let's not forget, the only reason he's back well, in the UFC is because he got kicked out of the UFC, won a championship in Strike Force, and they kind of had to take him back. I mean, I mean, in his everyday life, he seems like a good guy. And with the steroids, he should at least be able to be the bigger man about it. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> well, he praised uh, Jesus and needles after every... Uh, post-fight speech, I guess, but, I mean, he seems like a really good guy, I agree with you, you know, but he's still been popped twice, and, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's hard to say he's gonna win, he did win his last fight, Kelvin, who should be a 170-pounder, beat his ass in Mexico, he can call it, uh, altitude sickness or whatever, but, uh, I, yeah, that's, what's that? That's not it, he, he, uh, he drank the tap water. Gastelum, <laughs> he's a beast. He, he can take. But a by God, he made weight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think Nate. But here's the deal: Nate's not that old of a guy. But you know, he's been through a lot of fights, man. I mean, he was way back in Pancras and all that. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not making my pick until uh, until uh, everyone makes theirs. But I think we all know where I'm going. I, I yeah, want to pick my What's that? I want to pick Mark Watt, but I don't think I am. Yeah, I'm not either. I, I think, you know, I, I, I'm not going to – I don't do very many specifics. I think he's going to lose probably probably by the second round by knockout. I, I just don't think – I he, have – Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no that's ahead. it. Sorry. That's it. That's all I have. Yeah, I have, I, have Santos, I have Santos winning in the first round by knockout. Um, yeah, uh – Marquardt's actually a plus two seventy five underdog for this fight, and uh, Santos is a minus three seventy five, which I think is actually really fair. Well, I I mean, if I was, it's a good bet, you know. I I, I agree, but I don't think Nate's gonna pull it off, man. Now, here's a fight I like, but I see it going one way. I'm not gonna choose until you guys do. I'm, I'm uh, Damian Maya versus Matt the Immortal Brown. What do you guys got? I got Matt. You Brown. got John. He's got Matt Brown. He says, mm. "Wow, that's oh. bold, man." 
Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't have Matt Brown. Um, Matt Brown, he's he's a he's tough as nails, but he does break. He does break once you once once someone figures him out. Mm-hmm. He does break down a little bit. If you shake his confidence, then you pretty much have him. And uh, Damian Maya just keeps improving, and he's kind of he feels like he has something to prove right now, and he's kind of pissed off about the ranking. Yeah. I think he's going to submit Brown or either go to decision. Well, you got Matt Brown and you have uh, Neil Magny, who I love, but they both train at Team Elevation, and uh, I mean Damian took care of Neil in pretty pretty good fashion. I mean it was short notice for Neil, but I mean he had nothing for. But Damian is a whole other level, and let's not forget he beat a lot of guys at one eighty five also. So I I gotta yeah, say, yeah. Go, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was agreeing with you. Oh. Oh my God! Sorry, I was I was not prepared for that. So I got uh, Damian Maya. I say he submits him by the second round. I'm standing by that man. And uh, nothing against Matt Brown, but Damian is just a he's just a different level beast. And you want to hear a cool story? Was after he beat Neil Magny, Neil Magny asked uh, Damian Maya's permission to attend one of his jujitsu seminars. I heard about that. How cool is that? Very cool. And uh, and Damian Maya was more than happy to do it, too. Oh, yeah. And, you know, after Damian tapped out Chael Sonnen at 185, 185 pounds, uh, same deal, you know, Chael trained with him for a while. So I mean, Damian's just, a, I think, a, just a super respectful dude. But uh, next up, we have... And, War- and Chael's not? Hold on. No, Chael? No. Come on, Chael kills me, man. Chael is funny, yeah. but Chael is like a—he's like a pro wrestler. You ever listen to his podcast? No. Yeah, I do. I, I do. I do sometimes. <laughs> if someone interesting is on there, like he has a really good podcast lately with uh, Nate. Uh, not Nate, the other Nate, Nate Corey. You know about talking about Team Quest and whatnot. Man, it was some crazy ass shit, and uh, you know it was just all off the cuff. But I, I think. You know, Chael's a gimmick, man, but he can be, I think he can be real and he wants to be, but I don't know, man, I, I, uh, I, I hate the whole steroids thing tainted everything he ever did, and, and then he talks about it so freely, like, oh yeah, I was on steroids, you know, so, I mean, I hate to see that. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, man. All right, here we go. Worley Alves versus Brian Barbarina. Now you know who Brian Barbarina is, right? He took yes. the uh, no. yeah. He beat Sage Northcutt. I think the funniest. Oh, of course you know him. <laughs> well, I guess the funniest <laughs> the funniest tweet I ever saw about Brian Barbarina was uh, Sage Northcutt just tapped out to a uh, choke setup. But uh, you know who knows? I I I think I can't remember what anyone remember what camp Barbarina comes from. It's a respect. It's a respected camp, but. It may even be. Yeah, team. give me one second. Are you going to Google that? He, no, no, he's in MMA lab. Okay. All right. So, oh, with uh, Ben Henderson, right? Yeah. In that yeah. crew. Yes, yes, yes. So it is respectful camp, a respectable camp. So I don't know. I, 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 I thought it was weird that Sage went from one fifty five to one seventy, just you know, just because he had someone pull out. But Barbarina is probably for <laughs> real if he's training with those guys. But. Who do you guys have? I have Alves, um, submission, third round. Ooh. I have the same except second. 
Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I'm going to have Barbarina by decision. I I, uh, I don't know. I just have a feeling. I, I think this guy, even if he beat a smaller guy, I think he's got some confidence now, and uh, he comes from a really good camp. Let's not, you know, disputing the fact that Ben Henderson freaking went and fought a guy that would just absolutely manhandle him because he's just not the right weight. But I think Barbarina might be okay. Uh, we'll see. I mean, he deserves a shot for sure. I mean, his only notoriety right now is beating Sage Northcutt, and I hope uh, I hope he overcomes that. Now, here's a fun fight. It and that could... doesn't really – Go ahead. No, please. Well, I was going to say, that doesn't mean anything because, because Sage Northcutt's only 19, and he does like pizza in movies and Netflix. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Sage, uh, remember the antibiotics and all the strep throat talk and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't in such a great way. Um, but here, here's the other part that um, people are failing to, I don't know if everyone is, but Barbarina wasn't really that impressive. He was sloppy. He yeah. was slow. And, um, yeah, he. I mean, if you look at the fight, if you're not looking at the hype train behind Northcutt and you're just looking at two people that are pretty much kind of at the rookie level, both of them. Yeah. And uh, Northcutt got hand-fed opponents because Dana really loves – Sage Northcutt, that's how it is. And uh, they brought in Barbarina, and Sage is like, yeah, Mr. White, I can do it. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to do a front flip right on his face. Dana White looking for a goofball. That's great, man. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I agree with you, man. He's a young kid. I I feel bad for him. He can't fight a UFC 200 because he's not allowed in casinos, but, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> Oh, here's gonna. This could be a fun even, fight, man. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say I don't even think he's done going through his baby teeth yet. No, he has not. Let's get on the next fight here. Mauricio Shogun Hua against Corey Anderson. I, I think I like Corey Anderson, but I mean Shogun and Brazil. She's got a lot to prove. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think Shogun's best days are behind him, but oh, man, what long do you behind. Yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a far cry from uh, Ninja, number one. His brother? And, uh, yeah. He's, he's, like the karate kid. Yeah. yeah, he's done. Yeah, I, I don't see it. Are you guys picking Corey for real? Yes. Wow. I, here's the only thing, man. Corey is he's a good fighter, but he's not a real seasoned veteran, and Brazil can fuck with you. And, you know, Shogun is like a hero over there. So, you know, I'm picking... You're saying don't let it go to the judges? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I'm trying to say don't let it go to the judges, number one. Number two, this uh, mentally may get to Corey just a little bit, man, because, you know, it's his first time over there. It's, you know, crazy hype behind Shogun. So that can be intimidating for anyone. So I'm just... Intimidating for anyone, but it can also make Shogun drink more Kool-Aid while he's there. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. It, it yeah, can, for it sure. Overconfidence to the home team. <laughs> All right. And Anderson's been on a roll. He's got three straight wins. Shogun lost two, and then finally got one win. Yeah. And here's here's the betting lines right there: minus one seventy-five for Anderson, and uh, plus one fifty-five slight slight underdog for Shogun. I don't think those betting lines are right. I think um, I think those betting lines should be reversed, and it should be like 
minus 1,000 for the dad bod calendar of the year for Shogun. <laughs> hey, but man. other than that... Take it easy on the dad yeah, bod. Yeah, other than that... <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of dad bod, well, no, we're not there yet. But, uh, yeah, that's a tough one, man. I, I don't know. You know, I... You're you're right. I mean, he got absolutely just decimated by Corey Anderson, right? Mm-hmm. No, what Corey Anderson? I'm sorry, OSP. I mean, he, yeah, Oven. Yeah, Oven Saint Peru. He absolutely flattened him. All right, that this next fight, I don't see much discussion here, but it's Chris Cyborg, Leslie Smith. Uh, it's at a catch weight of 140 pounds. Who you got? First round KO, Cyborg. Yeah. What about you, JP? I'm I'm going to agree and try to keep myself out of trouble by saying as little as possible. Yeah, yeah really. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I agree with you guys. It's probably Cyborg round one KO. I, I, she even had they they said she had a struggle making this weight at 140. I don't know how she's going to go in at 135. So I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, the UFC strange I have in that my way. Idea. What's that? I had my ideas how she could make that weight. <laughs> is this a Joe Rogan recycled okay, joke? No, that that act, that joke actually got stolen from me. But oh, we, really? we'll just leave it alone. Okay, that's probably a good idea. It was, it was the other half. It was the other half of the package, though. <laughs> oh God! <sighs> All right, man. We got Jacare Souza against Vitor Belfort. Now remember, this fight is in Brazil, and different things happen when Vitor fights in Brazil. Who do you guys have? I'm sticking with my guns, and I'm done picking the greatest hits fighters. Yeah, I've got Jacare. I got Jacare submission second round. Wow, I have Jacare. I, I I I believe I had him submission. I can't remember which round, but you know, here's the deal, with Vitor. When he fights in Brazil, he looks a little different than when he fights in the uh, in the states. But you know, it all depends on the uh, USADA testing and whatnot. But uh, yeah, my instinct is with Jacare. He's either going to submit him or he's just going to grind him for three rounds. I think, you know, Vitor's jiu-jitsu is underrated, but Jacare, I think, is on another level. I don't think – it's possible he doesn't submit him, but I think it's possible he smothers him for three rounds and it's done. I know who's overrated. Who's uh, that? Vitor's barber. <laughs> barber needs to just stop. He's got some funky haircuts about every fight, doesn't he? Now, man, this is the Kinda. final fight, and this is very difficult for me to pick because Steepy follows me on Twitter, so he's got to know something. But for Fabricio Verdum against Stepe Miocic, heavyweight title fight. I think Stepe has been passed over a few times. He's got some great boxing. He's a two. He's a two uh, star athlete in college, baseball and wrestling, and his boxing is good. But then you got. Verdum, who has got the slickest jiu-jitsu, probably, in, I mean, most definitely of anyone in the UFC, and he has added boxing and Muay Thai to his uh, arsenal. Who do you guys have? Well, first, I don't think he has the best jiu-jitsu in the UFC. I think that would be a toss-up between um, Demi and Maya and quite possibly Mighty Mouse. Yeah, um, Mighty Mouse is a stud. Verdum is, yeah. Verdum is awesome at heavyweight, but, yeah, not as good as um, Maya or Mighty Mouse. All right. 
What do you think, JP? I got Steve Bay winning it. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yep. You do you got I agree. Uh, yeah, I got KO second round. Wow. I think it will probably go to a decision. It's tough for me to pick, but I I want to say Stipe by decision. I think Stipe is not going to go to the ground with him. He's smarter than that. He can mix it up. I think he can keep Verdum at distance, but, uh, you know, time will tell, man. So that's uh, that's good, man. That's it. Well, for, here, here, go ahead. Here's something. Here's something really quick. Every you guys look at these guys and you think, man, uh, Fabrizio Verdum is a really big, long fighter, and he's got a lot of reach, and he's a really huge, giant-looking guy. But the problem with that is, so is Stipe. Stipe's six four, and he has an eighty-inch reach. He does. And um, Verdum only has a seventy-seven-inch reach, and they're the same height. So and he's more and Stipe is more of an athletically proportioned fighter than uh, Verdum too. And Verdum is what he's thirty eight years old and Stipe is only thirty three. Now mm-hmm. th- the website says something different, but I watched the weigh-ins today. I swear that they said Stipe weighed in on like two twenty something, and Verdum was like a two forty something. Did you guys watch those today? No, I don't I watch them. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But I. I don't know. It's it's just a super interesting fight. I don't think Stepe is going to be, uh, you know, bothered by the Brazilian crowd. I I I, I think he's pretty mentally tough. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he's really he's really good at beating down local favorites. Yeah, <laughs> he is. If you man. If you don't remember. You don't remember the whole thing with Mark Hunt. I watched the mm-hmm. whole thing with Mark Hunt. Man, that was crazy. And I thought they just should have stopped that fight a long time ago. He absolutely lit him up. I, I mean, I think Mark's a stud. Oh, yeah. But man, they don't they don't stop they don't stop fights in Australia for Mark Hunt. They they know that he can take a beating. The referees just go, "All right, Mark, you going to get up now and knock him out." And he's <laughs> like, "I'm going to referee." Oh yeah. Well, the well, one third oh look at over. Him, stop the fight. <laughs> he has selective. He has selective repping. Yeah, he does here lately. But um, I think it's gonna be a great card. I hate that uh, you know Anderson Silva lost to Gallbladder, and uh, that fights off with Uriah Hall. I I thought that could have been a very competitive fight. I mean, Uriah is a mental guy, but he's got those skills, man. I think he could have really took it to Anderson. I think he would have picked Anderson apart. Yeah, yeah Anderson's a little bit he's, – he's not pulling the trigger anymore. No, he's not. I mean, he, he had some flashes against Bismeen, and I think that third that third round fu- – that deal with Bismeen was weird. But, yeah, I think he, so his hilarious. ninja days are older. Over, over. Not older, but close. That was awesome. He does, he does a flying knee. This thing drops. He runs over, jumps up on the cage. They're saying, get down, Anderson. He's like – no, it's normal. It's normal. I, I celebrate. I win. Oh, I won. Ah, <laughs> oh, like, no, he's out. <laughs> and they bring everybody in the cage. Oh man, he's that like, was no, nuts. it's normal. We have a job. No, me win, he lose. I mean, that was nuts. I mean, honestly, all he had to do was tap him once on the head, and it would have been over. But he just hopped on the cage. He thought, I don't know. That was just that was so weird. It was the weirdest thing I ever saw, and you know. 
I, I think Bisbee deserved for sure the decision, but you look at those guys afterwards. I think Anderson went home and was okay, and then Bisbee's face was about rearranged, you know? Now they're targeting Bisbee mm-hmm. versus Robert Whitaker sometime. <laughs> I think Whitaker's going to knock his head off. Whitaker's a stud, man. He just handled Uriah Hall. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Uriah Hall came in on short notice, but, I mean, I, Whitaker's no joke. What do we got there? I hear drinks. I hear drinks in the background. Not me. Tony, what do you got there? I was John. It was John. Oh. <laughs> no, I've got I've got a I've got a cucumber lime vodka. Oh yeah, you got <laughs> It's delicious. Does your wife have your drink? Yeah, she does. <laughs> no, All it's right. delicious. Um Oh, well, if we want to go for it, because I wanted to try something different. Oh, yeah, I have yeah, yeah. Also, my, my main drink, my main drink um, it, well, yeah, it's so girly. It has to say contains alcohol on the front of the label. <laughs> it's um, it's Jack Jack Daniels uh, Punch, oh? and it's pink. Oh, well, that's, isn't that lovely? Good job. It's better than yeah, the mixtails. Oh, my God, those things are horrendous. Uh, now, I promised you what? guys, after we picked the UFC... Uh, 198 fights. You guys could talk about whatever you want. Now we we all have our uh, we have our conversations on DMs and whatnot, but I never make them public. You guys never make them public. But correct. There and I never will unless unless you guys want to. But you know, there's been some there's been some interesting stuff going on. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? If you want to bring something up, go ahead. I I. You know what, man? I'm pretty neutral. I mean, I have my opinions. You guys have your opinions. Sometimes our opinions... I, I think my opinion is fairly well-known without me being a dick about it. That's true. But... Without you being a dick about well, it. Well, I don't know about you not being <laughs> a dick about it, but yeah. Everyone, that's what everyone would say, right? <laughs> but uh, we've, we've all been having some fun lately, and uh, you know, I've lost some favor with some people for certain things I've said, you know, whether... I say somebody's a pandering dork, or there's a such thing as a hack tag, or a, and let let's clarify what a hack tag is. You know, it's these tags that are half-ass, open-ended, and you're hoping for a response just for you can trend, and uh, that's what a hack tag is to me. But you know, if you guys got nothing to say, I mean, that's that's cool too. But I do feel that the trend has shifted in hashtagging from when I started. Yeah. Whenever I began, it was more about the fun, and if a trend happened, it was great. Yeah. You know, you enjoyed the trend. Now it seems like the trending is the main goal, and if it's fun, yeah. that's that's good too. Let me tell you this shit. This is what pisses me off the most. When you have these games with what? what I I wish I knew the who was the guy that said uh, relax if uh, you're you have more hosts than a bus or something like that. You remember that? I, I uh, don't. Said it. Somebody said you need to calm down. Yes. If you have more posts that can fit in a car comfortably. That's, that's right. Yeah. Listen, that man. Was great. Well, these guys. I think fuck- I know it, but I don't want to misquote it, so it's, I won't say. It's not Vapo Rob, right? He unfollowed me for some reason. That he's a strange guy, but uh, no, it was not Vapo Rob though. It was not him. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. It was someone I'd never really even heard of, but yeah. And the other deal is, too, you know, you get all these hosts, and all of a sudden you're trending just because of Buffer or Hootsuite or whatever the hell you're loading your tweets up with. 
you know, however many days in advance. And I'm not going to mention any names, Jeff Dwoskin, but, you know, it's just one of those things where you're, you're, you're patting yourself on the back for tweets you come with, come up with uh, five or six days ahead of time when everyone else is trying to come up with theirs in about 12 or 15 seconds. Yeah, and um, I'm going to mention this. Uh, I noticed something when uh, John, when your when your game, when your Wednesday Chocolate Wars game yeah. came about, mm-hmm. after it started to go crazy and started to trend, when you started to trend and it was getting strong, yeah, then you got mentioned. You got you got a nice. It was a really nice, gracious mention by um, I think it was the hashtag game or was it Roundup? I no, mean, it was the hashtag game. Yeah, that was really nice after you got going. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, so they could be like next to you. There was with a, the, you know, with the trend. There was a few nice I, tweets. They, I'd agree with you. It, it felt like they wanted to be in on it a little bit. And uh, there was a damn the pound sign game mentioned a game, and then uh, the hashtag game was right behind it. Uh, it was uh, man, it might have been Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I really want the pound sign game thing to take off. Well, I really do. Let's educate people on what the pound sign game is. It's something I set up so that games that aren't on the app can have a news source that just releases the tag. Now for That's it. And who who it gave. And that way if you wanted to follow the account and hit the notification of tweets, you could get the notifications of the games just like what the app offers for the app games. Now let's educate let's educate my new listeners just a little bit. The app he refers to is called the Hashtag Roundup app where they uh, send you alerts and you get points, blah, 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 for certain games. But the, the only problem with that is there are some restrictions. There are some, uh, what's the word, censorship type things going on there. And the pound sign game is any game, anywhere, whatever. You submit it, you you know, get a notification, and, and that's it. And that's all you really need is notification to play a game. And now this may sound like I'm hating on the hashtag app or the hashtag roundup app, but you know, I I've never said anything bad about it except for maybe the censorship thing. But I don't give a shit what a tag comes from. I'll play it if it's funny. I'll play it if it's good, and it is what it is. Well, if I think it's funny. What's that? Yeah, it has to, it has to be, be funny. funny. Yeah. And there's just some things I don't know about. Creative. I can't play yeah. those tags. And there's some tags that just don't interest me, and I don't play those tags. And well, it doesn't really matter whose it is. I just don't play it. Those open-ended tags Unless kill me. I it, often I just, wonder... I'm obligated. Yeah. No, I agree, man. It... Wait, what about me? Do what? I was busting your balls, dude. I know. I didn't hear what you said. I said what? I said I said if I don't like a tag or I don't find it interesting, I don't care who it comes from. I just won't play it. Oh, then unless it comes from you, I feel almost obligated. Oh, well, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> um, and 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 on that note, I'm going to be nice and and explain to people how to actually use the pound sign game. Um, when you do follow, and you do get followed back, you DM um, game alert hashtag game alert and. And you can get your game promoted through. Actually, that the, that's not right? really that you 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 are on the right the right path. See, I'm a okay. lazy bastard, and I don't <laughs> I want responsibility of 
having to make sure the tweets go out on time or I screw up the tag. It's all on the people that are using it. Oh, yeah, you have to, you have so to put I have your to whole... Up, they have to DM me personally or the game, and then I will get them cleared through my little setup for their name. And then I will give them a word that they have to tweet in the DM, and then it will go out. It's a little more complicated than what you said. And so I don't want to do anybody. Yes, I actually do have to set it up initially. And then oh, once I it's set up, you did Right, no, I have to do something. Oh, wow. That's good. You're doing good. But that way, not just anybody can just DM the account and be like, Right. Fuck it. Well, there was a, somehow there was an ISIS tag that got through the other day. And, uh, yes, it did. <laughs> which it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a little out there in a way, but they didn't take credit for it. They just kind of made it sound like it came from the pound sign game account, which was not cool. Right. But uh, I think I finally got them straightened away on that. Good, good. I don't even remember who came up with it. Uh, There's no way I was playing it either. But, you know, freedom is freedom. Freedom of speech, whatever, you know. But I just, you could choose to play, you choose not to play. What I, I don't give a exactly. fuck. I, I have done some tweets that might fit that hashtag. I didn't play the hashtag yeah. because I didn't have time. Uh, I didn't avoid it for political reasons. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's some... Yeah, that's what you... What's that, Tony? I'm like, that's what they all say. (laughs) Man, so, I mean, there's just been some crazy stuff going on. And there's been a lot of people disappearing off of Twitter that we we all know in our our little group and the little group that supported the podcast and whatnot. And, you know, I don't keep... Really, honestly, you guys are the only two I keep in touch with. I mean, others have tried, but I just, I just don't, you know. And uh, you know, people dropping out of games, people dropping just off of Twitter completely, and then uh, you got people that are, uh, are coming back now because of the pound sign game, and you know, I, and then honestly, there's odd things, and I talked about this a little bit in my last podcast about fitting in, but odd things about I hear about people getting bullied, which you know, I just, I, I'm either immune to it or I just, I don't fall into it or whatever. But man, who, who bullies people on Twitter? And then the other side of that is who doesn't just fucking mute or block or say fuck off, you know, because what are these keyboard warriors going to do to you? Nothing. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, and the, okay, no, it's back, back before I touch on this, I want to say ahead. one more thing about the yeah, downside game and then I'll just shut the fuck up. Um, I'm not anti-Roundup in any way, shape, or form. No, I'm not either. I am anti-Monopoly. And as long as they have a Monopoly, or the majority of a Monopoly on hashtag games, there is no need to improve or to do anything differently. Mm-hmm. If, there, if there is another viable option out there for people that could maybe have a different agenda or whatever, because there are agendas at play here. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't. I don't claim to know for sure what their agenda is. They don't know what my agenda is. I'll tell you right now. My agenda is just for people to have fun. The tags get out there. People play the tags, and we yeah. move on. I mean, that's all. It if used you to don't be. like the tag, don't play it. One hundred percent, man. I mean, it's all it used to be. Have a good time. Have a few tweets, and then it became, 
who can trend. And I had my own game for I, – I didn't quite make it a year. I wanted to, but I was like – it was just a lot of work for what I did, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, I wanted to make sure I, I had a good you – know, you know, I researched my tag and made sure no one else did it. I made sure it wasn't a hack tag. And uh, and I wanted to do a top ten every week, but then after a while, I'm like, this is just too much. You know, I can play some games, I can do a podcast, and I was trying to do a podcast and everything else at the same time. And I actually stopped the podcast for quite a while, you know, for whatever reason, because I thought I was pandering to people. And, and those days are over. But you know, you know, kudos to those that keep keep it up every week and, and whatnot. And uh, I, I probably could, but it, it's a lot of engagement. It's a lot, you know, it's not, coming up with the tag is probably the easiest part. The the, the next part is the engagement throughout the game, whether it's, you know, I, I did mine purposely on 20 minutes so I could bow out after 20 minutes. That's why I called it speed tagging. But some guys go as long as it goes, and they're engaging with the followers, they're engaging with the people that are playing the game and whatnot. So, you know, kudos to those people, really. Oh, so you're supposed to actually um, engage with them. Oh, wow, that's that's awesome. I might try that. I think you do. Um, I think you no, do. Uh, you don't realize do. it because of the ambient and tequila. But yeah, man, no, you do a good job, Tom. Man, <laughs> you're I, I interact and stuff like that, but yes, no, seriously, do. with with my game, what I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to run organically. And that's like me saying I'm gonna be lazy as hell and watch YouTube after 20 minutes. No, 30 <laughs> minutes, not 20, 30. And yeah. then I'll go and I'll talk to you guys. I'll be like, "Hey, guys, Aaron, come on." But you got a good one. And then, uh, you know, I like, I like, uh, oh, uh, the Huff Post game because I like Jeff uh, Gould. You know, or Lance Gould, probably. Mm-hmm. So, my bad, my bad, my bad. I told him, I'm like, you know, you got a game. It's kind of, you're one hour and you're done. You got a lot of power behind it because you got someone else coming in right at two o'clock or whatever, whatever time it is, two or three o'clock. He, he's an hour and he's got somebody, he's got someone that comes in after him. But I mean, he's got Huffington Post behind mm-hmm. him. The week before that, he had Gilbert Godfrey on with him. And the next thing you know, there's a game coming. I'm like, hey, man, I got how many power, but, you know, choose more than an hour. You know, you'd at least have two hours of dead time and play time. And he, you know, he sent me a nice mail, uh, email back. Said, yeah, man, that's something certainly to consider. But, you know, I, I think there's a lot more strategy and certain things that can be involved, especially with the power players, you know. And, and uh, it, it really looks like uh, he's trying to come up with some good tags and whatnot. And he's always kind of. Yeah, when, of, they, when they come up with a couple good ones. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad. I mean, they're they're certainly they're certainly geared geared toward, toward a certain political party, but I don't care. I, you know, I'm an equal party player. I, it doesn't matter to me at all who does what. And are you saying Huffington Post might be slightly biased? Was that? I said, are you saying I think it might be a little more liberal, slightly biased, one direction or the other? Oh, the Huffington Post. You know what? Yes. I, maybe. maybe. I'm not gonna maybe say a little insane liberal. Yeah, you know I'm not gonna say shit about them because <laughs> I, I I you know I'm not, I, not saying it's a bad thing. No, I'm not either. I didn't say anything. I, and I you know yeah. I I am not 
I'm not an amazingly uh, uh, liberal type of guy, for sure. But the Huffington Post has been very kind to me. And uh, you know what? I, I can't say nothing bad about them. They let me write whatever I want to write. They publish whatever I, I, I want to publish. And, uh, you know, that's it. I just got a text from my daughter saying she's home. She's trying to sleep now. So, which means I am right above her bedroom. <laughs> trying to record. So, that's funny. But, uh, anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, they're very kind to of me. I write. He's letting me write whatever, so. So you think they'd let me write some stuff? Yeah, I have I, some all kinds of awesome stuff. Like, well, like around like one thirty in the morning when I'm really <laughs> when the juice is flowing. Um, I've got some great ideas. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say yay or nay, but uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, they're they're super, yeah, probably they're but, super kind. Oh, it's Jeffrey Gould. Okay, man. No, it's not Jeff Gould. Hang on here. I gotta. Correct. It's not Jeffrey. No. You've got Jeff on the mind. What's that? Shit, there, there's a couple of... So you got of... Jeff on the brain. Shit, no it's not. I gotta find it out. Go ahead, pick something else to talk about, guys, while I look this up real quick. Got anything else going on? Okay, well, I'm... Well, I'm, I miss BattleBots completely, because my, my, uh... My application failed, so I'd like a little update well, on the at least the first couple of matches of BattleBots, if you don't mind. Or it's okay. I just found it's was Lan- that on tonight? It's, or are you talking about before? It's Lance Gould, L A N C E G O U L D. By the way, and number two, you said that. Fuck you Kenny, had it. Fuck Kenny Florian, by the way, because he blocked me on Twitter for making jokes. Of, oh, I thought uh, you just said that. Lance Gould fought Kenny Florian. No, no, no. I was no, so no. confused. Then I said, fuck Kenny Florian because he blocked me on Twitter, man. Okay. He absolutely blocked me because uh, I made some joke. Uh, not on my uh, Aaron account, but I have a I have a parody account, this Dana Unleashed account. And I said, every time uh, Kenny Florian has to pick a fight and says, this is a tough one, you have to take a drink. And then he blocked me. So. <laughs> <laughs> not, even, not, not cool. That yeah. wasn't even that bad. I know. And he retweeted it that's once. His favorite, that's his favorite thing to say. Oh, he says it all. She's, that's just that's it. his favorite thing to say. And on his podcast on Fox Sports 1, he says that every time. So, yeah. If you asked, asked him, if you, okay, let's say you're a waiter, and you hand, hand him a menu, and you say, Okay, would you like the special, or would you like tonight's soup? And he'd be like, oh, this is going to be a tough one. <laughs> he would say it. He would. He'd be like, oh, this is going to be a tough one. And he'd look around. He'd look around for Rashad or somebody. He'd be like, I don't, I don't have Rashad. Where, where's Rashad? Yeah. And then Rashad would run in and, and, then, and curl him up into a ball and put a bag in his hand so he could breathe into it and carry him out of the restaurant. He could almost... It would uh, be a whole scene. He could plagiarize it. I guess he's done that before. Yeah, yeah. That that Actually, you know what? I know you're upset with him, but that was something I, that could have happened. I'm not actually you know? super upset with him. It's a parody account. Oh, well, well, he doesn't know who I am. I'm just some... 
Jack Lick that pretends like I'm Dana White, although I'm very clear I'm not Dana White, but people still sure, think Jack I Lick. am. Huh? I, obviously, you're not too clear for some people. <laughs> first, first, obviously. first off, right now, I want to know what the hell a Jack Lick is. What's a Jack Lick? Uh, is it before or after the Jack Off? It's, it's, just, another, it's just, a, it's just another word for douchebags. Uh, uh-oh, I think I lost somebody. I think you lost John. No, I'm here. Oh, well, that's weird. I had the little Skype. Well, you didn't lose me. All right, we're good. We're all good then. I heard the sound. I did too. That's weird. Maybe he has to left. So, all right, man. What else we got going on? What else we want to talk about? Because, huh? I was going to talk about something. Well, did you write it down? Oh, you don't have notes. Only Tony had well, notes. Did you watch yeah. the movie Batman vs. Superman or yes, the, the new uh, Captain America movie? Well, now, you guys have not listened to my reviews. So, uh, I did listen or watch uh, Batman vs. Superman. I liked it. It wasn't horrible as everyone said it was. I mean, it is what it is. And you got to realize it's only the really the second movie in the franchise. And then I did watch as well. I watched Captain America, which I thought was way... It was just better. It was more involved. You, you had way more investment with the characters in it. I mean, it was good. It wasn't like as great as like the first Avengers or the last Captain America movie, the uh, Winter Soldier. But I, I enjoyed it. you guys see mm-hmm. it? No, I have not. I, I have listened to quite a bit about both of them. And I assume... No, you know. I, I haven't seen either. Really? I haven't seen either, and I don't actually plan to. Yeah, man, I'm a. I will probably in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> when it comes out officially, right, 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 right. Um, you know, I got a lot of boys, so you know, I have four boys that are old enough to go see it, and so we we go. Um, you know, we always go. That's just kind of our deal. We 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 buy some Marvel or DC shirts when we go see the movies. So. I, I can't not go. And even if they didn't, I'd go without them. So, you know, it is what it is. Right. So, Deadpool okay. was the, the was that, last movie that I've seen that was the superhero variety. Jesus And I really Christ. enjoyed it. I liked it too, but I took my uh, okay. 13-year-old. I was fucking covering his eyes every, like, you know, 10 minutes. It was, it was a it shame. Was or something so you would know with all with all this being said um when you have to go to a pitch perfect opening yes do you actually get the shirt and go by yourself here i'm, I'm just I'm, I'm i'm sitting back and i'm, I'm quiet <laughs> for a second so can, all right so those i would of be you, the creepiest dude in the whole field and so for, for those of you that don't know what these guys are talking about yeah i on a podcast said pitch perfect is the greatest sequel of all time and, uh, you know, I still stand by that. And what the funny thing was, my sons love those movies, too. I mean, they're funny, man. And so, yeah, it is what it is. Maybe Lethal Weapon 2 is they're, close. They're humoring. They're... Um, they love you. I, I'm assuming they, they, your sons have seen fewer sequels than you have. <laughs> I've seen them all, man. I'm a movie I think, I think it's good. I just think his kids love him, and they're like, "Well, Dad likes it, so we're we're not going to hurt his feelings. We just love him, and that's that's how it is. Dad uh, likes those movies. We're not going to hurt his feelings." I'm going to tell you exactly. What I heard about Pitch Perfect. I'm talking to my daughter, 
and I said something about Breakfast Club and about the fist pump and whatever. She goes, oh, that's in Pitch Perfect. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, they're talking about the Breakfast Club fist pump. So then I saw the first one, and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And the second one came out. I'm like, wow, that's really good. And, and, and that's what happened. That's, that was the end of that. So, yeah. And now there's a Pitch Perfect 3 coming out uh, probably the year after next. Who knows? So you're kind of linking them up to other older movies. Yes. Almost like a remake. So it's like Breakfast Club, and then there's you see the you see the similarities, and you get into the similarities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like Breakfast Club meets Glee. <laughs> Breakfast, Club, Breakfast meets Club meets Glee. Is that what you said? Glee. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I, I don't watch Glee. Oh, so okay. I my daughter loves Glee, but I've I've never watched Glee. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but you kind of did. I've seen it for like four minutes because I, mean, I was flipping through the channels one day and Doogie Howser was singing show tunes and I had to watch. <laughs> Doogie. I mean, clearly I had no problem admitting it if I did watch Glee, but no, not not my thing. But uh, you know what, guys? We were running on an hour. What else do we have, man? What else do you guys want to talk about? Um, I'm going to see Guns N' Roses in Nashville. Yeah, around July sometime. That's awesome, man. I am. We, uh, that's about all I have about that until after I go. That's good, man. It's great. I'm gonna be. Uh, you know, there's a chance to see Wings in St. Louis, and I, 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 I didn't go, or I didn't get tickets, or whatever. But I guess he's gonna be at Bush Stadium. Not Wings. I meant Paul McCartney. I don't know why I said Wings. Well, I guess I do. And then I was uh, confused. Well, Bellator, you know Bellator's coming to St. Louis, right? And Rampage Jackson's fighting some hacks. I did not know that. Yeah, it's in June. I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be in Gulf Shores. I was going to totally go. But uh, I don't know who else is on this Is car. there an over and under on how many kicks Rampage will throw during the fight? Is there a what? Over and under on how many kicks Rampage will throw during the fight? Uh, I'm going to say... Set it like one of them. Yeah, zero and three. <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, he's fighting. It's a, it's a. He, you know, he's got. I don't know how many fights he's got. He's back with Bellator because of the contract dispute. He's got one or two fights. This fight's at a catchweight against a guy I've never heard of. I mean, I could look it up real quick, but I'm not going to because it's just a setup for Rampage to beat a guy's ass. Right. And hopefully, it goes better than the UFC's recent fights of setting up people to beat other people's asses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but before we log off here, is there anything uh, more controversial you guys want to get off your chest or talk about? Controversial? You're wanting to stay controversial? Well, or not. I was going to talk about the other, the most fucked up concert I've ever bought tickets to. Oh, sure. Which Go I'm on. going to at like the like two weeks from today. Oh, yeah? It's in a town of almost 3,000 people. And it's going to be the lead singer of Cinderella. <laughs> Great White, Dawkin, and Firehouse. <laughs> Firehouse, holy shit! Love of a lifetime, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's gonna have to be amazing. Why could it not be? And since it's outside, I don't have to worry about you know, Great White setting the place on fire or anything. Wow, well, it should be good. I mean, shit. That's crazy. Now, I just can't believe they're playing a town 
that you know you could fit everybody in a Walmart. Now, what town is this? Because I'm I'm not too far from me. Heron, Illinois. Okay, yeah, I have no fucking idea where that is. It's because it's a town of three thousand. <laughs> well, I don't even know that three thousand people. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, you don't you don't see the uh, postcards or anything. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Man. It's just outside of Marion and Carbondale. You probably might have heard of them. Yeah, I know where Carbondale is. So, so yeah, it's what, what's the T-shirt? I went to this town. All I got was a lousy case of hepatitis, or right. Oh, yeah. All right. That sounds about right. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, they have a a Kane College. They have a what now? An entertaining college. Oh, do they? Yeah. That's great, man. Hey, they some... used to get in trouble for their Halloween party. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm starting to get a little sleepy. I appreciate you guys coming on here, but. Uh... If we, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to got for your chest before we head off into the sunset? I think of anything. No, I'll, I'll stay. I'll remain as uncontroversial as I can. Yeah. What, what? That's bullshit, man. Tony, are you still even here? Oh, Tony might I think have, we lost Tony. Tony hopped off. How about that? All right. Well, Should Jay, we guys him right here? Live on the podcast? What's that? Just in case. I said, should we eulogize him? Real quick, right here on the podcast, just no, in case. No, 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 no. He, he knows what he's going to do. He's taking the Ambien, and uh, he could come get us at a later date. So we're just going to leave it is, or as is, rather. But, hey, Jonathan, I appreciate you coming on here. We'll have to do it again soon. I'm trying to get the Skype thing figured out. I know I got the wrong cord, but I think I figured out how to record it. And, uh, you know, thank you both for being such a supporter of this podcast and everything else and i enjoy your guys's dms even at work when i have to mute you guys sometimes but <laughs> but really uh, i'm shocked and hurt no oh my god you know i love you guys but my phone's blowing up at work i sometimes every once in a while i have to uh I have to turn it off for an hour or so but then i always come back and i always catch up so anyhow is there anything We're usually else? pretty good daytime. what's that it's at like two o'clock in the morning when your phone would blow up. I, I, I we're usually pretty good in the daytime. Oh, I heard something happen. Is that you, Tony? That was me getting a notification. You getting a notification? All right. Well, um, anyway, hey, what would you like to plug your Twitter before we get off here? No, I don't give a shit. Oh well, I'm gonna plug it at the Sega <laughs> One V A S E G O One and at Tony underscore S. E C R E S T. I did not uh, misspell it as I did in the tweet. Put the A in it? No, I did not put an A. No A. No A. There, there's no A in team. Oh, wait. Yes, there is. All right. But anyway, hey, man, thanks for coming on. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, oh, Tony, shit. I, I was just saying back. goodbye. Where'd you go? Are you off again? I swear I heard him. I heard him too. He was, he, he's on, he's off, but, uh, my signal's right. terrible right now. I'm that, sorry, guys. That's all right, bro. We're getting off here. I plugged your Twitter sorry, for guys. you. I plugged your Twitter for you. And I, signal's I, terrible. I'm hopping on. All right, man. All right. Hey, thank you guys again. I'll uh, right. talk at you later. Bye. Later. Later. Thanks, bro.
All right, man, that was Tony Seacrest and uh, Jonathan Palmer. So thank you guys again. And until next podcast, shalom.